I'm a screw top. You're a cork bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Which means he expands a little after opening. <gasps> You're so gross. That is gross. <laughs> but it's <Ooh>. accurate. <laughs> no. Not Alexander, but about corks. Also Alexander. But yeah. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Zitchcast. I'm Alexander Price. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm no. Oh, no. Almost got me. I thought you were gonna let the silence no. lie. I don't know. But I would just cut that silence because no one likes dead air. <laughs> Only if it's funny. Uh, hi, welcome. <laughs> you didn't even introduce him this time. <laughs> no. Oh, that. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I'll just sit here with my drink. No, that uh, sourpuss <laughs> third person is Christopher Brasile. Our Producer slash intern, though. He I, poured the bourbon into the glass. He did. He did. And that's mm-hmm. really his saving grace. Yeah, that point. really is the most important thing I do here. Because otherwise. This podcast wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, we are running on alcohol. Yeah. And funny thing, uh, a disclaimer plus also yay uh, points. I'm doing this podcast right now with a drink in my hand. And how many hours of sleep? Two. Less than two. Ooh. Ah, 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 ah. One hour of sleep. Two, Two not quite. Uh, <laughs> ah, ah, uh, 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 count. Yeah. So, so anything he says is going to be garbage, basically. Yeah. Um, I may accidentally ruin all this by being boring and awful, even more so than normal. <laughs> well, so, I was going to say. Yeah, I, haha, I beat you to it. It's true. But the alcohol hopefully will hit me fast, and then I'll we'll just be loopy. <laughs> exactly. Pass out. Mm. We just we can have a real conversation. Yes, we'll just talk about you. <laughs> you could podcast all over my face. Just. <laughs> I don't like that. Mm. I don't like it. Oh, catchphrase! Catchphrase! Tm 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 If you're playing a drinking game at home with this podcast, you can now take a drink. You can like, take two, really. You drink once when Chris doesn't get to talk. Mm-hmm. So, you drink again when the first time we say TM, 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 TM. You do realize that means they're probably going to be drinking the whole time. Well, just, yeah. Well, that's if how you play like listen. we play, you just drink the whole time. In yeah. public, yeah. I hope all of you on the subway listening to this right now have just water bottles full of Everclear. Ooh, yeah. that is classy. Yeah. yeah. I uh, went to NYU. That's where I there, learned how to drink. There was mm. one time, end of freshman year, where I had to... I went to school in Ohio. I lived back in California, and I had a very early flight, and I had to hitch a ride uh, for like a little over an hour to get from the college to the airport. And I decided to stay up all night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, fine. I'll have some energy drinks, and I'll have some drinks." And decided, yeah, I probably need to keep on drinking in order to yes. survive. No, that's correct. The airport. Mm-hmm. So I put uh, vodka into a water bottle. Mm-hmm. And like this a was, teacher. And this was yeah. when I was somehow, looking back, how was I allowed to bring a water bottle of vodka onto oh, a plane yeah, with me? Oh, yeah, what a simpler time. I, but this was after that. Oh, really? Then yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm realizing right now, how the fuck did I do Shitty that? Shitty security. I hid it somewhere. Your mother brought a steak knife onto the plane. That was weird. <laughs> like two years ago. So Well, they never yeah. searched Diane. She's well, she's uh, pre-check. Did oh, that's just, true. Did she just make it into jewelry and they didn't know? It's <laughs> <laughs> a big chunky necklace. <laughs> No, she was like had food. They're like they packed up food mm-hmm. that they'd eaten or whatever. Sure. And then they threw a steak knife in. <laughs> yeah. And then she like opened it up like, oh, I'm gonna have some steak, and like found a giant knife, and, <laughs> and then like freaked out and was like, oh well, no, I can't let anyone see it. <laughs> it's like that Wait, makes, it makes it worse. worse. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love that story. <laughs> yeah. 
but my thing is just the fact that I dr- uh, I had the alcohol and I was drinking. It's like the I should hydrate, and I instinctually go for the water <laughs> bottle. And constantly, it's like I only liquid I have with me is something I cannot drink right and now. You should not drink tap water on a plane. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, because it's like terribly not filtered and like gross. Mm. Really? I mean, you shouldn't really eat anything on a plane except for those packets of like yeah. snack crackers. Yeah, only the snack like crackers. don't have snack ice. Crackers. Don't have ice. Oh, interesting. Oh, so they make the ice there? They don't? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. That's yeah, creepy. you should only... So no ice in your beverage. No ice in your only beverage. Only drink alcohol no te- on planes. Yeah. That's yeah. always my go-to. Yeah. I always chewed the ice on the plane. I don't chew ice yeah, anywhere it, else it in the world. Yeah, it can have all sorts of <sighs> I hate credit in ice. Chris, why do you do that? If they're the weird, like, can-shaped but hollow in the middle kind of ice <laughs> that you His favorite drink? kind of ice. Cans. Well, it's shape. designed so it cools a drink fast and melts immediately. Mm. Yeah, it's gross. I don't yeah. like ice. No. I'm not a big fan of ice either. Mm-mm. I like sort of just came around on it, generally speaking. I mean, I oh. throw it in alcohol because it, it needs to cool down. Well, and also, but, you don't want to mm. be that person in a restaurant who's like, can I have a Coke with no ice? Because then we're all just going to make fun of you. Yeah. Also, something I discovered recently, putting the ice in stuff in soda mm-hmm. is what helps keep the carbonation. Yes. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It but does. that assumes that you're letting it sit on the table long enough that it loses that carbonation. <laughs> but yeah, that's like a monster. I know. <laughs> Why aren't you drinking? Yeah. Taking this away from you for your own good and for for my own good. You're welcome to both of us. For me at work, it's the people that get like, "Can I have a cold, a cold brew? No ice." I'm like, "What is even that?" That <laughs> is because they think it's expensive. Mm-hmm. The cold so, brew? Yeah, which it is. So they're trying to get more in the glass? Yeah, but it's like ridiculous. What grosses me out, though, is the people that get and like, I'd like a, a large ice latte, no ice. And I'm like, that's like 24 ounces of milk. <laughs> yeah. So gross. <laughs> I'm not giving you more espresso, friend. No. <laughs> like, ooh. I think about I feel like a lot of people are trying to game the system by being like, oh, I'll get more Coke if I get a Coke with no ice, which yeah. is always really funny to me because we serve the sodas in the little individual bottles. So I'm like, okay. You're just going to look like you have less. Yeah. And also, like, at least in our restaurant, the soda is like uh, free refills. So you're not really gaming the system much. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. People, people are cheap. Cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like that tip about advice, uh, ice on yeah. airplanes. I'm not going to do that anymore. No. Yeah. It's really yeah. gross. And like, there's all sorts of microbes and, I mean, think about, like, the air, yeah. too. It's like that. I also just mm. don't – I generally don't like getting the drinks on airplanes because then, like, you finish it and it's just sitting on your tray and you have to, like, either keep your tray down or just, like, awkwardly hold it in your one little paw. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Hmm. I just drink on a plane. It's <laughs> our new transition noise. I like it. <laughs> Do it again. I want to hear that again. It's so good. Mm-hmm. What is it reminding me of? It's like a fart. <laughs> No, it's it's reminding me of the beginning of Roxanne, like the the right rhythm, rhythm. Oh, uh, speaking of which, speaking of which, what? <laughs> Roxanne. Is this all part of it? <laughs> no, Roxanne. Roxanne. Um, that I I'm pretty sure Alexander agrees with me at this. Like mm. basically one of the best musical sequences. Ever oh my god! Put on Everybody film. agrees about that. I know it's like it even like. Yeah. People that hate that movie, and there are people that hate that movie. Um, my I don't husband understand. is <sighs> yeah. one of them. He doesn't like camp. He doesn't like camp. No. He does not appreciate camp properly. No. Yeah. But yeah, I'm it, gonna talk shit about him on this podcast <laughs> until he finally listens to it. I this is the episode he listens to. Yeah. Guys, finally, did you talk about me the whole time like this? <laughs> anyway, yes, Roxanne, yeah. the Roxanne sequence in Moulin Rouge is one of the greatest 
song and dance sequences committed to film. I remember when I was in high school, uh, I was taking a, a cinema class, and we were doing a section on editing, mm -hmm. and the professor of it showed just the Roxanne sequence, mm -hmm. and people in the class are like, what movie is that from? It's like, it came out like a year ago, <laughs> you guys. How have you not seen or heard of this movie? It's like, yes, it's Moulin Rouge. You should look at it. Quick sidebar, my mom is also a person who hates the film what? Moulin Rouge. But this is why. This is going to explain why I am the young gay boy I am today, mm -hmm. which is that she's like, I hate that movie. And you're like, why? And she's like, have you seen the original with Jose Ferrer? And like, yes. that's her comeback. Yes. <laughs> then the conversation stops. <laughs> oh. Have you seen the movie? No. Okay. It's it's about Toulouse-Lautrec. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, it's basically. But this movie is barely about Toulouse-Lautrec. Yeah. Right. Oh, little John Leguizamo. I, Baz Luhrmann always finds a place for John Leguizamo. He does. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. in Strictly, Strictly Ballroom. I love Strictly Ballroom. They're bringing that to Broadway, too. Really? Just uh, every Baz Luhrmann movie? Well, well that Strictly one's Ballroom being done in, in Australia. When is Australia the musical happening? Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> I don't think they have a set big enough Please. for that kind of thing. That movie and, and is also, such garbage. I was like, also, what is that going to be about? Well, we still have cows. <laughs> I don't think they really have a set big enough for that Moulin Rouge musical either we are all in this room extremely dubious about this moulin rouge musical uh -huh. adaptation for many reasons casting casting is a big one yeah but also just size and scope yeah i mean it's alex timbers right yeah, yeah. i mean I, I i have a love-hate thing with his stuff i i appreciate the idea of alex timbers and he does do some good work but he does his best work with no budget yeah i liked yes. bloody bloody andrew jackson i did not love we that. saw the recording at Lincoln Center. Oh, okay. I saw it when it was at the public. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That, uh, I think that's where the recording was done. I love that show, and I want to do that show. I, but I want yeah. to do that show. I made a proposal to direct it, and was going to direct it, and then it got yanked out from underneath me because the theater company closed down. Oh, so sad. Yeah. It was annoying. But yeah, Roxanne, yeah. Roxanne is amazing. Just yeah. everything about it. The dancing, the singing, the way it's filmed. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's the, the stage show is going to live up to the movie. But I'm very curious to see what they do in attempt to do so. I don't know how it could. I, I don't, you can't, like, that is one of those, like, unstageable scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it, it only works because it's going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between all those things. And yeah. It's so, yeah. Ugh, no, it like has, an orgasm on film. Yeah. It has to be so, so inter intricately done in order to make it work. And it's possible. It's possible because also you're sitting there and it's live in front of you. It's more, uh, your senses make it expand more than, but. It's also, I think it's yeah. also seeing it for the first time. This is a song that I was never a huge fan of. No. Oh, I, I hated it. And then you hear it done like this and you're like, oh, this is the way the song was always supposed to be done. Yes. Right. Who knew? It's like, uh, like recent revivals that, uh, been around, uh, that come up in the last couple of years where like, oh no, this is how the show should have been done originally. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at you, uh, Spring, Spring Awakening in Color Purple. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, no, the revival is the better version mm -hmm. of it mm -hmm. but yeah roxanne is just incredible it, it has not lost any power with time no, no. yeah that's over so that good. that aerial shot mm -hmm. with Ugh. all of them like in lines yeah yes. yeah yeah mm -hmm. cutting to you and well and then and then face. the close-up when she when they're doing the initial tango and then she like reaches her hand out to the mm -hmm. other dude uh-huh so good yeah <laughs> well i mean okay so that is obviously so amazing yes one of the Are, best of all time. Is there anything else you could think of in terms of like movies of musical sequences that could come close to it? My potentially my favorite film dance sequence of all time is Hey Big Spender in the Sweet Charity movie. Oh. Mm. Everything about Hey Big Spender in the film Sweet Charity is perfect. 
yes, the costumes, yeah. the dancing, the filming. Yeah, I would say the camera movement's surprisingly good for that. Oh Gorgeous. my god! Yeah, especially yeah. for like that era of movie musical making. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so good. It's. So I mean, good. yeah, yeah. Oh. and on that same thing, Sweet Charity, the obviously the um the party mm-hmm. is like that too. Mm. Oh, That's yeah. just one of those like. Ugh, yeah. It's gore, so good. Like whatever you think of Fosse, mm-hmm. yeah. that is undeniable. Well, I will say it's, you know, it's, it's gotten sort of like less interesting over time, but when the Chicago movie came out, yeah. Yes. Uh, there, they did so many good things mm-hmm. in that film. The and, the, and the cell black tango was like, it's great. It's still, it's really, iconic. Really good. Yeah. I mean, the way they iconic. did it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel it's a little flat compared to like what we expect from it now. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, there's some sequences that I feel haven't aged as well. Chris, she was so pregnant. She was so pregnant. She was I'm, so and pregnant. so oh, beautiful. She sparkles. sparkles. Oh my God. Her breasts so look good. amazing. Yeah, they do. They look <laughs> no, incredible. I was like, especially at the time, like it, I saw it in a theater that no longer exists. That was right next to, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was in uh, Westwood. It was right where, um, basically in a theater that uh, Ragtime was in before it went to Broadway. Okay. So huge. Oh, you're saying you saw the stage show? No, no, no. The I'm movie. Saying I saw the movie. Oh, okay. In like basically, they took the the, the theater mm-hmm. and they put a like a, a screen down. Yeah. And did it there, and it was filled with theater fans, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, where like every musical number, like people were like applauding and screaming, and it was like an amazing experience. Yeah. Well, all I think, I I think some the... of his later work has sort of deadened all the good stuff that he did in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Let us speak. Nine. Let us not or not let us speak or not speak about the nine movie. <laughs> I'll give you a couple amazing things about nine. Mm-hmm. Marion Cotillard. Yep. Yeah. That and was that was some real spank bank material. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. She's like super conservative. Uh, I know. Yeah. I don't. Uh, she's a 9/11 truther. I don't want to talk about <laughs> no. it. Yeah. I'm. I'm currently choosing I just to separate look the at her face and talent. her body and yeah. listen to her voice. I don't want to think about what she's actually like. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, her version of My Husband Makes Movies. Mm-hmm. Also, and Natalie, Nicole Kidman. I was about to say, and Nicole yeah. Kidman uh, in a very unusual way. Mm-hmm. I'm very I surprised. I love Nicole Fergie. Kidman. <laughs> and Fergie was there. You know what? Yeah, that was a well-done sequence as well. Yeah. Well, speaking of like other parts of Moulin Rouge, when she comes down from the ceiling Ooh. and that's swing the first time, yeah. and she's just the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your entire life. I mean, it's still yeah. one of my favorite movies. <sighs> it's Moulin Rouge? Still, yes. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite movies. I also, it's very interesting to me when you can watch a movie and you can really tell how much the director loves somebody that's on screen. Oh, and you yeah. can tell just how much Baz Luhrmann loves Nicole Kidman oh, yeah. in oh, yeah. that movie. Every shot loves her. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's literally not a bad shot of her. No. No. Even when she's, like, supposed to be... Awful and dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She still is, like, radiant. Yeah. yeah. And it also respects her at the same oh, time. Yeah. It's it not like a weird gross. male gazy like, situation. No. Yeah. Like when you watch Iron Man 2 and there are way too many gratuitous shots of women's butts, butts. and you're like, well, so I know butts. what John Favreau likes. Cool. So many yeah. butts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are all pretty recent ones. Are there any older like movie musicals? I mean, we could talk about the Tomorrow Belongs to Me version uh, from the movie of Cabaret. Or just like when um, when Liza does like proto-Pilates for mine hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
what was that? This uh, I think it was called like Royal Wedding or something like that. It was from the fifties. Mm. It's that famous uh, one where people are dancing and they literally have a rotating room. Yeah. So they literally start like oh, dancing on the walls yeah, and the ceiling stuff like that. There's also one of my favorite shots from a dance sequence of all time, and I don't even like the dance sequence in Singing in the Rain. I always usually like fast forward yeah. through. I sort of check out. I really don't like a lot of that. But that one shot of Sid Charisse's leg straight, straight up in out the air with yes. a hat on her toe. That, that is an amazing <sighs> shot. Sid Charisse, I never felt got the credit she deserved. No. She was so sexy. She was just kind of known as like a, a hoofer who yeah. like can always do stuff. Oh my God. And they just kind of went, oh, that's great. She could do everything. It's like, yes, she could do everything. 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 Yes. Well, when I look back on, like, the media that I consumed that, like, informed my ideas of what, like, a woman's sexuality should be, I feel like that <laughs> shot is, like, a big one. That's a lot about you. I know. It really does. I know. But, I mean, it was fucking hot. It still is. <laughs> yeah. No, that, it, now that you mentioned it, it's like, yeah, that, I l- freaking love that Yeah, sequence. and the rest of the sequence is, like, way too long. Oh, we completely. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was basically it's like... It's mostly Gene Kelly like, being super in love with himself. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, it worked in American in Paris, so let's <laughs> do the do exact same thing again. Yeah. So. No, that movie is American all about Paris. Donald O'Connor. I mean, Make Him Laugh is an incredible I, yeah. sequence, but that's all just him being great. Yeah. 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 Like, obviously, that sequence was choreographed, but I wondered how much he did that they just basically said, great, we'll use it. Yeah. And he did it all in like basically one continuous take or something. Yeah, almost yeah, that. pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they cut like once or twice. Yeah, yeah. he's great. I love Donald O'Connor. Yeah, I'm trying to think of also like movies that aren't strictly musicals that have really great sequences like that, um, which is more modern stuff. But like the you know the scene in Five Hundred Days of Summer when he does the Hall and Oates song on the street, it's super cute. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nice. I'm always in favor of Joseph Gordon-Levitt dancing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also. <laughs> Oh, no. I feel like I have not talked about Magic Mike XXL enough on this podcast. I don't think you've ever talked about Magic Mike. Yeah, clearly yeah, yeah, yeah. not I haven't enough. seen that one. I only saw oh, the first I one. have. See XXL. It's so fun. It's so, like, stupid. That, I, like, even, like, the end portion of it. They get rid of the girl, right? She was yes, the worst. They get rid of the girl. With, like, one line at the beginning. They bring in Jada Pinkett Smith. What? And yes. she's great. As who? As, she runs. Oh, yes. Like a brothel, except just for sexy dancing. <laughs> yes. A sexy dancing brothel? Yes, yes. a sexy She's dancing She's a sexy brothel. dancing madam. Oh, my God. Oh. That's so good. Okay. A lesbian sexy dancing madam. Well, obviously, because yeah. it's Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. Yeah. Um, but there's one. There's a sequence where they're all like on ecstasy, and they decide they need to get yes. like, their love for dancing back. So Joe Manganiello goes into uh, like a quickie mart. And does a routine to I Want It That Way, which happens to come yeah. on the radio. And he, like, douses himself in water and, like, rips open bags of chips and stuff. And all his buddies are outside, like, giving him you thumbs up it, and, like, Joe. cheering him on. It's so endearing. The whole thing is so great. No, it's uh, basically the first movie pre- uh, pretended to be really about, like, economy and yeah. brotherhood. And oh, that yeah. Sort of thing. It was weird. And the second movie, they're like, it's still kind of about that, but also, let's just pretend, like, let's stop pretending that this movie isn't also, about Also, Matthew being... McConaughey is not in the second one? Nope. No. Thank God. Yeah. Nope. He's insufferable. Yeah. Also, I love Joe Manganiello's acting. It's like he went to the same acting school as a really well-trained dog and does, like, reaction uh-huh. shots the same way where he's like, <laughs> Well, he a... was a skinny D&D nerd. Yeah. Oh, he's great. I was in a hot tub with him once. Oh. Yeah, yeah we all know. <laughs> do we all know? But you didn't do anything, so. No. Still. He's too bit busy macking on a girl far too young. I mean, he seems real straight. Oh, he oh, is. He's yeah. real straight. He's also a little bit of creep. Yeah, well. Yeah. I think that comes from, like, literally Ew. never having 
experiences with women until he got hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe Just that. Just stunted. Yeah. But yeah, that dance sequence in Magic Mike XXL is great. <laughs> Oh, you should see it, Alexander. But I love just the ending where they're kind of, where they go to a um, what do they even call it? Like a burlesque expo. Yes, that's where, exactly where what they it, have to a burlesque Yeah, where they have to. I'm TM 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 TM. They have to base uh do routines in order to like gain money and sponsorships and stuff like that. Of course. So it's literally just a sequence where they do back to back. Six different stripping themed, sequences. Themed. themed stripping sequences. <laughs> and they just like, okay, we're just going to forget about the plot for a while. And just so, this, yeah. so this definitely seems on par with burlesque. Yeah, uh, but it's more so. More woman positive somehow than burlesque is. Well, burlesque is in no way women positive. Exactly. That <laughs> sequence, that moment where Cher puts so much makeup. Oh, that's my favorite. On Christina Aguilar's <laughs> face and went, you now that? you're beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beauty. <laughs> I mean, that's a great singing sequence. Is uh, haven't seen the last of me. (laughs) Yes, with the one guy just hanging out so he can give Cher a follow spot when she needs it and putting her tape for an empty theater. (laughs) I'm also tape. I'm also trying to remember. Does she even stand up from that suitcase, or does she stay seated there the whole time? No, she stands up. She works the stage. She performs. She share. She share a bitch. Yeah, but she can be share seated. Yeah, no, she can no, no, share no, 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 in no, no, whatever no, no. position she wants. Cher can't stay seated very long. That's true. Have you read her tweets? You know she doesn't sit down and write those. <laughs> so many caps. My feet are weary. <laughs> How about what are your favorite musical sequences in film? Um, I feel like we should talk about some bad ones. I wrote too. a letter to Daddy from whatever happened to Baby Jane. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. You're talking about the uh, excellent <laughs> the, the later version. Yeah, yeah wait, not wait, the wait, opening. Wait, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The when she's singing at the piano. Yeah. And his reaction of just, Oof. oh, this is not a good idea. <laughs> oh, like, no. What did I get myself into? Yeah, pretty much of this, like, ah, I'm a shuckster. I'm a con guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the money and I'm going to get going, out. And then it's like, I'm going to die. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. The musical, the piano scene from Haosu. I'm going to oh put that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not oh, sure that counts, movie. but I'm... It's yeah, a musical it, sequence. It's a musical sequence, yeah. and everyone who's listening to this podcast should watch that If movie. you haven't seen this movie, so this good. sequence involves a girl named Melody. Mm-hmm. That is her name. Because she plays music, Yep. Mm-hmm. playing the piano, and then the piano starts eating her hands, Yep. and then eats her, and then her butt. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely eats her butt. Well, Very save specifically. the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing movie. Yeah. It's also super campy. Oh my yeah. god, it's so good. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know what I was in for. You guys just put it on in the background one night. It was my was birthday. Like, what is this? Yeah. It was my birthday. And then I never wanted to look away from the screen. No, yeah, you half, and Dan. Half the party. You and Dan yeah. just literally became glued to the screen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Half the party like became I'd never seen it before. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So good. <sighs> there are also some really bad sequences out there. I'm trying to think of like one specifically really Anything bad Anything from one. La La Land? From the Rent movie musical? Uh, when he runs to the payphone and goes, huh, I quit. No, that, no. the problem was he didn't go to a payphone. He screamed oh, it he off a rooftop. He did scream it off a rooftop. I also think the, the proto-lesbian wedding sequence is oh. really, really bad. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> also, the way they did take me everything about yeah. the lesbian stuff oh in that God. was bad. The whole movie was terrible. Garbage. Oh, yeah. Also because they seemed like 40. and Because they were. Right, but yeah. it's like pathetic. Except for Rosario Dawson. 
because yeah. fucking yeah. Daphne Rubin Vega was smart enough to be like, no, thank you. She also like can't sing anymore. That's fine. But it was yeah. just so pathetic. It's yeah. like, I'm not going to pay rent. It's like, you're 40. You're 40. Pay some fucking rent. Yeah. Get a Roll job. The fuck up. This is the price we pay. Also, Mimi, how do you not have any money? You work at clearly the most expensive strip club yeah, in the world. That strip club set. was so yeah. not seedy. No. <laughs> that was like blue chip strip club. It was place. no peppermint rhino. No. I just want to know if the Fox Live version is going to be better or worse. Terrible. It's going to be Than the awful. movie somehow. But will it be how? better or worse than the movie? Oh, I would think better, but that's not saying much. No, I think it'll be because they'll have probably age-appropriate casting. They yes. will, yes. but the question is how much editing is going to be Yeah, done what are they going to be able to do? What? Yeah. I don't know. How much are is they Fox doing it? Yes. Okay, well, at least that's... But you saw but they what they did to Rocky Horror. To Rocky Horror, yeah. Yes, but Rocky Horror was not live. You oh. know what dance sequence I still have a lot of affection for? How lovely it is to be a woman. No. <laughs> I have she no affection. takes her bra off <laughs> under a sweater. Huh. <laughs> the feeling of freedom we all experience. Uh, no, I still love the final dance sequence from Dirty Dancing. Mm. Still love it. Mm. I could spend a whole podcast on how that movie is actually way more feminist than anyone remembers. And maybe one day I will. I yeah. mean, yeah, yes. I believe it. Yes, it's true. I'll go into I it another that. day. Mm. Not today. Not today. Another day. But I still love the final dance sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And Swayze is just so, such a paragon of male beauty. Peaks, peak Swayze. Peak Swayze. <laughs> it's got the, that's just the perfect man triangle of shoulders to hips. He was so jacked mm. in Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, we watched was. that recently and I was like, he's like uh, a shit brick house in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. little John Leguizamo. Yeah. <laughs> And Wesley's Snipes. <laughs> I also have to shout out on TV um, to one is a musical episode, one is a musical sequence. Buffy the Vampire Slayer still has the best musical episode of any TV show of all time. Yes, obviously. Very clearly. And um, obviously you get a lot of great musical performances on Drag Race. But recently I just can't stop rewatching Read You Wrote You. <laughs> Except I stop when it gets to Roxy. Well, obviously. Because yeah. we all stop when it gets to Roxy. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Katya, amazing. <sighs> Detox, great. amazing. Alaska, amazing. Great. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It was like Kitty Girl this year. It was like, mm, mm-hmm. not gonna live up to Read You Wrote No, you. Read You Wrote You was so good. The line of Seek It Out, Dust, uh, Lennon in the Streets, Dostoevsky in, in the, the Sheets. sheets. Baby, like, are you ready for this Cold, cold War? war? Katrina, Katrina Petrovna Zamalochikova. But your, your dad, dad just, just calls, calls me Katya. Is amazing. She's brilliant. If you oh, have you started listening to her podcast? By the way, no. Oh my god. Yeah, it's called. I'm so excited. I I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug experience. another podcast because it's no. quite good. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. No. Um, maybe we'll get some crossover traffic. Right. It's called Whimsically Volatile. <laughs> Great. And it's Great just like title. her chatting with a friend of hers because about like the sobriety and mm-hmm. like all that stuff, and mm-hmm. it just it's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. She's just so entertaining. Yeah. But yeah, I think you. the worst ones are probably anything from Rent and anything from La La Land is a good. Anything well, from La La Land. I haven't seen La La Land. Don't. I only know. It made me so angry. Yeah, you still haven't like checked it out just out of curiosity. No. I think there's good stuff in it. <laughs> Honestly, my curiosity was satisfied by that part in. Um, no. By the part in. I hate that. The good place <laughs> where they like <laughs> where they make fun of it and it's great. <laughs> well, it's all about a white man saving jazz. Yeah. And from, a bad actress from a black from guy. a black man who yes. sold out. Yeah. I'm I just I just really don't want to watch movie musicals anymore where the people aren't good singers. 
Yeah. I'm drawing well, a, I'm drawing I'm drawing a hard line in the sand. The thing about it the the worst thing about it is you there were plenty of people who can sing mm-hmm. and dance mm-hmm. who would have been great mm-hmm. and aren't just like like unknowns. Like it wasn't it was clearly not like oh well they won't get the movie made. No. It was no you just wanted Cast Ryan Gosling, who cannot sing three notes. Sing. Three notes. Nope. City of Stars. <laughs> my thing, no. This is my thing about this. Hold on. Oh. I'm going to rant. <laughs> okay. This Do is it. the thing about La La Land that really fucking bugs me, and especially about City of Stars, which won a best song, which is nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's not even the best song in the movie. It's not even the best song in the movie. No. Number two, they wrote that song knowing it was him, and yet he still can't sing it. <laughs> no, seriously? They wrote the song... They wrote a song. It's all five wrote, notes. Yeah, they wrote, wrote a song, mm-hmm. worked with him on it, rewrote it so he could sing it, and that was the best they could come up with. And he wow. still couldn't sing. Wow. Yeah, that's infuriating, in fact. Not and he's great. not even, like, the dance sequences, it's like, anyone could have done that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, well, I would just say not have, anyone, like, but he's fine. Get, you can get people of almost equal, fa- you could have thrown Joseph Gordon-Levitt into that. Yes. Who can actually really dance. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can sing that well, but he, he can dance. He could have sang At fine. least as well yeah. as that. Mm-hmm. It was nonsensical. I also do want to shout out, speaking of actors who are not good singers and yet got to make entire Russell movie Crow? musicals. Oh, no. that's He's worse. Oh. He, he was a singer in a band. <laughs> well, 40-odd <laughs> foot of grunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I was going to speak of... The thing of... is, at least in that movie, like they made, specifically made it so that uh, in Lame Is it's actual singing that's required rather yeah, than but also like the entire root problem of lame is is that the director originally wanted to cast hugh jackman as javert which was correct that is yeah. correct and hugh jackman was like no 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 no. i want to play but he couldn't sing that and he couldn't sing it no i could talk about this for way too long <laughs> yeah but i wanted to shout out specifically um actors who were not good at singing christian bale and newsies <laughs> he's a terrible singer he's not a good singer the dancing isn't bad the dancing's fine um, and the, like the dancing is well choreographed also. Sure. Um, I hate that I show. I, I haven't seen the, the show. I've seen the show now, but I've still never I seen reti- the movie. I retain great affection for the movie. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. The movie I get. Yeah. It was never a thing for me. I think it was very much for like young girls. He was also just so handsome with his floppy hair. See, I liked him. I think he was sexiest in... Last Emperor? No. Little Women? <laughs> no. Velvet Goldmine. No, of course. Well, yeah, that's oh, a little Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, American Psycho. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, it. sure. Sort of bite it. That's a musical that I really like, but no one else did. I liked it. Maybe they'll make a movie of it. I mean, actually, it could. It could theoretically this, work. The musical movie. could make a. Hey, the Spamalot movie. movie is coming soon to a really. Yep. Yeah. Oh, With not who? They have not cast it yet, as far as I know, but they got Eric Idle to write the script again. Okay, it's fine. I'm sure it'll do fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and it's n- because Mike Nichols, who did directed the musical, mm. is now gone. Died. It, uh, who, he oh, died. He's it's, gone. Uh, Casey Nicola is directing the movie. Oh, of course really? He is. Has he directed a movie before? No. I don't think so. Bill, uh, this is okay. Let's get into Casey Nicola. <laughs> I think Casey Nicola is a fine director. I think he has four tricks and he's used them in every show and he needs a break. Well, now he can bring them to a movie. <laughs> yeah. And Alexandra, he just got another Tony nomination. A two this year, I think. 
Two. Two. Uh, directing and choreographing Mean Girls. Is this where oh. we? Is this where we talk about the Tony nominations yeah, and I check can. out a little bit? Yeah, we I can. mean, yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious. Hannah, Are you seeing Mean uh, Girls? Yeah. What have you seen? I want to see season? Mean Girls. You should. I haven't it, seen there's it. There's no choreography in Mean Girls. Yeah, and it's on. You know, it's on today. Ticks. So is I'll it? see it at some point. Yeah. Oh great. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I know they also have it on that like uh, online lottery yeah. place as well. Um, I've seen Three Tall Women. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have seen The Band's Visit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of things that my friends do. <laughs> not a SpongeBob SquarePants. I have not pants. seen a SpongeBob a SquarePants. Okay. No, I have not. Escape have to Margaritaville? I have not <laughs> seen Escape to Margaritaville. I always think it's Escape from That's Margaritaville. That's the sequel. Because it That's like when the sense. zombie apocalypse m- happens and they so have to escape the zombies in Margaritaville. I wish it was Escape from Margaritaville. It yeah. would have been way more entertaining. I know. I still can't yeah. believe that show actually exists. <laughs> Or that well, Lin Manuel Miranda produced it. Did he? Yeah. Yes. Well, well because all like, that money's Jimmy going Buffett to Puerto Rico. It's butts. fine. Yeah. He's just gonna send it all to Puerto Rico. I can't yeah. begrudge it. I just can't with that show. It was boring. Well, you're you lucky. saw Escape to Murder. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> opening <laughs> night. <laughs> I mean, VIP. we paid like we paid like forty right. bucks. <laughs> I, I, in a short time, will have seen Angels in America. I just haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then. Ginsburg out. <laughs> uh, done. Okay, well, she out. Well, this season curious, has having, been Having shit not team. seen any other Best Musical nominee, mm-hmm. are you good with Band's Visit winning Best Musical? Super, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm really good with well, it. I think, um, you know, there are certain songs that aren't quite as good as other songs, which mm-hmm. is fine. The love, um, the rhythm of love or whatever it is. But I, I thought it was really different. I think mm-hmm. it sort of defies expectations for how musicals are structured. Yeah. Um, and it... And it looked really beautiful. The only, weirdly enough, the only Tony I care about is like if Bands Visit doesn't want lighting, lighting design, I'm gonna be really mad because it's a beautifully lit it's show. Might not win. To what? It's ridiculous. Uh, SpongeBob. That's stupid. <sighs> I did not like that no. show. Well, okay. And everyone's like um, creaming their fucking uh, yes, jeans about I, it. I'm very happy with that to win Best Musical. I also loved Three Tall Women. I want that to win many awards as well. Yes. Um, including set design. Oh, oh, it should win set design. So gorgeous. It's probably going to lose to Harry Potter. Uh, that's fine. Whatever. But uh, the same uh, set designer mm-hmm. did both Three Tall Women and The Children. The Children which is great. also, like, first of all, I my favorite play that was on Broadway. Yeah, this I heard season. it was great. It was. It's. I read it before I saw it, like mm-hmm. a year before I saw it, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm that crazy person. Sure. Loved the play. And then it's like, Alexander, we need to go see it. And we saw it. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's even better. It's somehow better. Yeah. It, the other, the uh, last, so real good. quick, the last thing I will say about the band's visit, and I've heard from you guys that Lauren Ambrose is great, and if she wins a Tony, cool. Oh, I Katrina want Katrina Lenk to win Vulcan well, Tony. They, everyone thinks she's going I to I think win. she will. She's so good in that show. And Every, she was so good in... Um, Indecent. Indecent. Yeah. And she's just so beautiful. <laughs> well, yeah. And, like, she fills every moment of that with mm-hmm. just, like, grace. Yep. But also, like, this hardness. And also sensuality. Yeah. And, yeah. And she's funny. And she's very real. Yeah. It's like she pre- paints, like, a full character. Mm-hmm. Oh, And it's yeah. also always exciting to see someone who is only known for being a theater uh-huh. actor yeah. win a theater acting award. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm with you on that. It's, like, there are great movie actors who do really good stage work. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. But... It is nice when you see somebody who dedicates what they do to theater mm-hmm. actually receiving the theater award. Yep. Yes. It's like when Reed Bernie won a Tony. You were yes. like, that's cool. It, uh, him and, oh, fucking forgetting her name, who for also for the humans. Um, oh, Jane Howdyshell. Yeah. Like, she was amazing. There was one. Did you see the humans? I did not. There's one moment in We it. were going to see it together. We never did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> that is what happened. Yeah. There's one moment in it 
that it's one of those moments where you go, there's no way this can be communicated in a script Mm -hmm. where she, uh, her character is uh, doing uh, uh, not slim fast. The, the, the point system. Baby. Oh, Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers. She's doing, yeah, she's doing Weight Watchers, and she's having uh, dinner with her family, and she's drinking, mm-hmm. and she's had enough drinks that her brain is moving slower, mm-hmm. and she tries calculating whether or not uh, she has enough points to be able to have dessert. And you just see it all and, happen. And you just see her, like, her. she can't quite figure it out, and there's something just so... Like it's called a human, so like human that comes out of her in that moment. Ah. Right, I, know, I know, I know. Right, right before Reed Varney, uh, basically, <laughs> like calls her a fat fuck. Oh god! Or, like not those exact words, but, but basically, but basically, yeah. her husband mm-hmm. like, like says that to her. Yeah. And you just see like almost like this full character in about ten seconds of stage time. Like, mm-hmm. god damn it, you're talented. I'm also excited that uh, my beloved Bruce Springsteen is one step closer to being an EGOT winner. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear that he, show was so good. Wait a second. He has obviously he has uh, Grammys. He has an Oscar. Mm-hmm. He has uh, he has a Tony. He now. has no Emmys. Oh, really? He yep. didn't. He didn't win it for win any of them for the uh, HBO uh, E Street Band concert that they did. Not that I'm aware of. No, I believe he's lacking an Emmy. Hmm. That's Which amazing. I feel like we could fix real quick. I, I feel I like think he just could literally write anything. No. Yeah. Also, they could film Springsteen on Broadway and yep. put it on HBO like they did with. Yeah, Lady Day, and he can win that. Yep. Yeah. Also, they need to release it as an album. It's fine. Yeah, they. Why? That's what you said. Oh my god, it was. Yeah, she's wearing a t-shirt. I I know. I want to see that so badly. So good. Anyway, to keep talking about the Tonys, these are all the shows I've seen. The two shows that I've seen that were up for Tonys were both great. So good for them. I hope they win lots of things. I mean, uh, I'm always Glenda Jackson probably will win. Yeah, she deserves it. It seems like Glenda Jackson's going to win. So you got one Tony win there. Mm -hmm. Band's visit is going to win something yeah probably chances are it's going to win musical chances are it's going to win actress i sort of do want spongebob to win score just because it's going to take them so So long long to to read read all the winners and then the speeches the speeches (laughs) all right well we have 20 people they're all generous i think they're all going to give speeches or they're just gonna have one person who stands at the top it'll be the producer but you guys have seen a lot more shows than yeah. I have. Are there and are there any awards that you're like particularly stumping for or that you're like upset didn't get nominated or I'm upset. Okay. I, I've seen a little more than Alexander has, not but not, not that much. Um I am a little frustrated that there's this wasn't a good season overall. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So and we talked about this when we did our Oscars thing, that it felt like they gave like they had a certain number of eggs to give out and they kept shoving them all into the same baskets whether or not they deserved although it. i do think there were a lot of good this was a good season for movies i thought there were a lot of great films that were nominated oh at yes the oscars no, no 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 I'm, yeah. I'm just talking about like what i appreciate actually won yeah. yeah what i appreciate about the oscars was they uh divided up the eggs pretty well mm, yeah no, no, pretty well yeah compared still, compared, still mad about it ladybird still mad about it i'm still with you ladybird yeah but like compared to what they've done in other years sure. whereas this year they're like we liked this show and gave it 12 nominations whereas like the Really, uh, like I enjoyed Mean Girls, but it did not deserve a set design nomination. No, that set was like, nonsense. Like, it, there's like little like random things like the Escape to Margaritaville was robbed. <laughs> well, I feel really bad for Paul Alexander. He okay. So this year, uh, unlike the Oscars, with the Tony Zoos, they have people who meet uh, four times, uh, three times a year, four times a year, and they decide what categories things and people go into. Mm-hmm. And this year. They decided only five, Tony's emergency. Tony's emergency. They decided only five men qualified for the category of lead actor in a musical, 
and they nominated four out of the five. Ugh. Yeah, it's kind of like shady. Yeah. Well, and uh, it wasn't great, but it was also it's still kind of like, shady. Yeah. <laughs> and lead actress for a play, they had like uh, six options, mm-hmm. six or seven, and they only nominated four. Right. And they nominated yeah. four. Bullshit. Also, I. I'm a little bummed that 1984 uh, that's got my, shafted. That's my main one. Mm. It got a uh, sound design nomination, but I love that production. I love that yeah. script. That script is brilliant. They, what was the one you didn't? What was the one you really didn't? A Clockwork Orange is the one you didn't like. So <gasps> that, that, yeah. that was bad. Sorry. That was the. Worst. I was like, which dystopian <laughs> <laughs> play adaptation of a novel did they hate? It I'm was confused. Clockwork Orange. Yeah. yeah. Like, 1984, I loved. We had both read the script before we saw the show. We wanted to produce the play ourselves. Mm. And then and they, they like, announced it. They were doing it. But they like, did a good job, so they didn't have to be mad about it. Yes. Oh, yeah. they did a fantastic job with it. It was a great production. Very well acted overall. Amazing design work across the board. Mm-hmm. Across the board. And it just kind of decided, well, sound design. At uh, least the sound design Tony is back. back. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish the children had gotten more love. Yeah. Uh, I wish they didn't put the three actors and the children all in supporting categories. Which was weird. There's three actors in the show, and you're all supporting. Yeah, it's no. okay. Yeah, like uh, there's at least Prince of Broadway didn't get nominated for anything. No, did I Joshua mean... Henry get nominated for Carousel? Yes, yeah. of course he did. Of course he did. Come on now. <sighs> there's there's so many like He's nominations I'm kind of like ugh about. Like, Are there any Fleming. ones that you're like really rooting for to win? I'm. Personally, hoping three tall women win over Angels in America. Yes, mm, interesting. Um, just my own personal preference. Yeah. Although disclaimer, uh, you have not seen this the, Angels in America. Technically speaking, sort of. Technically, we saw the you the saw the London. Of we saw the broadcast London. of the London one, which apparently they did do a lot, a lot of, of work on. Yeah. So that it's apparently a hell of a lot better now. Yeah, and speaking, it's a, and there are some different cast members. Uh, one. One yeah. with uh, Beth Malone now kind of coming into it. Well, and also um, Lee Pace. No, yeah. no, oh, you were saying, saying Lee Pace, Pace plus Beth Malone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, it was just for Russell Tavi, who is dreadful. Yeah. He yeah. is not a good theater actor. Yeah. He's not. I do, speaking of that, I really want Nathan Lane to win. Mm. Sure. His performance is fantastic it's in great. that. Mm-hmm. It's like, great. Uh, I don't want Denzel just, Washington to win. He, I don't. He won't, I don't think. <sighs> Uh, I don't think he will. Probably not. It's. Prob- did you guys see that? I Chris did. did. Mm. I yeah. don't need to. I, What's with all the O'Neill happening right now? Right? I also am at my limit with O'Neill. Yeah. Because we went and saw the production of Iceman come up at BAM. That, like, the, the Chicago transfer last year, Which was the worst piece of and shit. And now they seen. have Long Day's Journey Long at Long Day's BAM. Journey, too. Yeah. Just saw that. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, I'm... Uh, O'Neill apologists when it comes to this first Why, but so does it all need, have but, to be but, so long <laughs> <laughs> well for me yeah, for me as a fact like you have to find a good reason to be doing them yeah well this is I gotta say you know when you're talking about great American playwright masters of playwriting mm-hmm. three tall women clocks in at what an hour and a half an hour of 40 yeah. no intermission yeah. Be still my heart. Right? <laughs> oh, yes. Thank yeah. you so much. And packs just as much in there I'm gonna say as O'Neill does in three hours hey but mm-hmm. um, Escape to Margaritaville is a two act Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's three hours. Whereas, oh, my God, is it? <laughs> it's like two and a half no, hours. It's, it's, it's two well, and a half hours. you got to get the man. whole Jimmy Buffett catalog in there. Yeah. Oh, especially, like, we'll have one random line early in the show so we can have a whole song about it in the second act. Oh, well, yeah. That's mm. called dramatic structure. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know who wrote that book? Two Someone people from you TV. don't believe it. Mike O'Malley. Oh, really? <laughs> and uh, Greg Garcia? Yeah. yeah. Mike O'Malley. Oh. It should well, have been way better. I mean, it makes sense, actually, better. if you think about it. Yeah. But they're used to writing for 
half hour shows, yeah. not two hour, two mm. and a half hour musicals. Oh my god! <laughs> yep. So it should have been. And there was twenty-four also, minutes long. There was so much choreography in that show. <laughs> that in ensemble didn't make sense. literally didn't stop dancing. Mm-hmm. It was so bizarre. Yeah. Is there anyone you're specifically rooting against? Joshua Henry clearly. For Joshua <laughs> Henry, very much. Um, you know who I am rooting for? I'm rooting for. I don't know if he'll win. I don't think he will. Um, Gray Henson in he, he won't. Mean Girls, but who plays yeah. Damien? Who but I'm I glad did he was not. Nominated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did not like him when I saw him in Book of Mormon mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Um, the gay one, but he was great. Are you mean rooting Girls. for Mean Girls to win costume just for his t-shirts? His t-shirts are everything. <laughs> so the fact yeah. that his first t-shirt is an Alyssa Edwards Beast uh. t-shirt. And like you know, like that was the one thing I was like, costumer, like you know. Yes, I know. So, I know someone's on the costume. No, team I know. For it. And yeah, but it's like, oh, you are plugged the, in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I want the uh, uh, Justin Peck to win for choreography for uh, Carousel. Mm. The choreography was the one thing I liked in that show. Mm-hmm. That that was amazing. I mean, I would love if Lindy Lindsay Mendez won. Yeah, a, that uh, would be great. cool. I, I'd also be really happy if Ashley Park won. Yeah, she's amazing. I heard she's amazing. She's she amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see it. It's like stuff you like should. stuff like that. I'm very happy about. I don't know if there's anything I'm actively rooting against. Do you think Bands Visit should win Best Musical? Yeah, this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, is like weird snubs. Frozen. I mean, it's not a good show. <laughs> so bad. But it got nominated for musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, book mm-hmm. music and lyrics mm-hmm. but no design awards oh that's weird that Which is it, weird because the design is mostly great yeah like there's a couple like flaws here and there is because it's is it because it's effects heavy and like the set designers get pissy when it's mostly effects driven no i don't know because so. the set was like because i remember that when um the london revival of sunday in the park mm-hmm. was up it didn't get many nominations because it was mostly projections yeah. and oh, like except this show it's almost all practical Oh, it's, interesting. it's practical in li- in literally lights, not yeah. like projections. Gotcha. They, like there gotcha. is projections, but it's yeah. like projected onto like when everything freezes, everything is like wood textured mm. and like really feels heavy and Nordic. Mm. And then they like smart make it frozen mm. on top of that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was well done. Like, I'm surprised it didn't get a lighting or a set design. Mm. Like that feels weird to me. The costumes were not great. The costumes were whatever, but and that fucking Olaf puppet. Oh god, the fucking Olaf. Puppet. <laughs> It's so the, that's who you're rooting against. We are rooting actively against, rooting against the Olaf puppet. It was yes. so, and the actor, and the actor, which is a shame because that Olaf puppet is hosting the Tonys this year. I would not be surprised. <laughs> who is hosting the Tonys? Oh, you didn't hear? Is it Neil Patrick Harris? No, it's uh, uh, Sarah Bareilles and Josh Groban co-hosting. <laughs> that is aggressively white. Aggressively yeah. white, and it's going to be aggressively boring. <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of secretly funny. No, he is. Yeah, but like Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, she's so milk toast. Yeah, and I I liked her in Jesus Christ Superstar. She's fine, but, but like mm-hmm. as a host, I don't expect her to like say funny jokes. I also think that this is going to be a Anne Hathaway, um, James, James Franco, Franco situation. situation. Yeah, but like, but Groban's the Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think <laughs> Groban's going to be like, huh, huh, and she's just like, they really should have tapped us uh, to host. Yeah, I think every year. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. We can host anything if you're listening. Oh my! Oh yeah! Oh my God! If you need us to host something, we'll host. If we also want, like, uh, middle ground, try to find the famous version of you guys. The stars (laughs) of Difficult People hosting the Tonys. Oh my God, that would be Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner would be great. Great Tonys. They they would be awesome, and you would see them the whole time, like biting their tongue. 
I'm really surprised. There's no children nominated. I'm really surprised <laughs> that they haven't tried to get Lin Manuel Miranda to host it right? when he's written most of I the good am, stuff anyway. I am sure they right? have asked him, and he keeps. Well, going, I think he just <laughs> he. No. Well, I guess he just shot past them into fame like too quickly to Maybe. capitalize on it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that might be in Puerto Rico. Josh Groban and Sarah Bareilles is like it's a very the... strange combo. Yeah, I do. I, I like him more than I ever thought I would. He's kind yeah. of endearingly goofy. He is goofy. Like yeah. I don't hate him. I'm just saying, like it's just. But so But you don't bizarre. think of them when you think of you think of them introducing a, a show, show, introducing not the a whole category. No, I Tony Award. I assume they're going to do the thing Nothing. that they do sometimes, where it's basically they have hosts. Mm-hmm. But they, they don't do basically anything. just like welcome to the whatever annual Tony Awards. Here presenting this award is this person. Why is Jackie Hoffman not hosting the Tony Awards? Because she would swear the whole time. Yes. Welcome to the motherfucking Tony, Tony Awards, Awards. <laughs> which I have never won. <laughs> Did you? Her face. Times a lean, Mamacita. <laughs> oh, or she just does Mamacita. <gasps> oh, the her whole show, time. her new show that she's doing. I think maybe in L.A. or New York. I can't remember which. It's called Memoircita. Memorcita. Oh my god. I'm sorry, great. what is this? Memorcita. Yes, I heard that. She's doing a show. Like a one woman show. Is she really? Yeah. She as does Mamacita? No. Fabulous. It's called, I really wish she did a one woman show. No, it's not as Mamacita, but it's like fame, something, failure. I'm actually going to say Bruce Springsteen would have been a decent Tony host. He would have been fine. He's very uh, funny in his show. He is. I'm not sure how much like, he'd do in terms of bringing the energy and so forth. Yeah, he's a rock star. He'd he be plays fine. stadiums no, regularly. He'd be stadia. No more of course, but stadia. I mean, like, stadia. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I, my mom's a Latin teacher. I would love that. I would. I could also totally imagine that for the Tony Awards, that it's going to start like the, the lights dim down. It's just him on the stage alone. Yeah. But And that's just exactly how the show Exactly what they should do. Yeah. Oh, oh. Let's I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised they didn't tap James Corden again. Again, he did fine. Yeah, yeah he was fine. Yeah, there's yeah. some cute bits. Ooh, okay, so I'm curious about you. Yeah, so I know you like watching the Tony Awards, Alexander yes. and Hannah. You're kind of mad no, I like about watching them. Okay. I I drink a lot. Leslie yeah, do with okay. any awards show. So as we've talked, so yeah, I don't know if I've talked about it actually on the podcast or just to you guys. But I stopped believing in the Tonys the year that Rolla Sparza lost for company to David Hyde Pearson. What was that? Curtains. Curtains. Such bullshit. And I, like, it's all David Hyde Pierce and curtains. All love to David Hyde Pierce. He seems He's like fine. a nice man. Yeah. But like, I saw Raul Esparza and company three times. <laughs> I have a it's feeling fantastic. it's because I've heard Raul Esparza is a weirdo don't care no it's a combination of that plus like in the room he's yeah, just in like the audition room so neurotic don't care yeah i know but, but also, they don't like him no I think. a lot of like casting people and producers just don't like Should've him. Won. i know i agreed apparently also there are too many like casting people and producers and whatnot who wanted to uh sex up the tonys no 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 what's his up David Hyde Pierce? Uh, no what's his name from spring awakening uh that we hate oh Jonathan Groff? Jonathan yeah Groff. that everyone just wanted Oof. to come on him like in a banquet form. He didn't win. No, but it was the idea that they split the votes between him oh, and Rolls Oh, And oh. it just became, well, we all like David. He's lovely. I mean, I don't hate Graf Sauce the way you guys do. See, but... I think Graf Sauce. <laughs> I was going to say, you said they all wanted to come. I'm pretty sure he's done that. Oh, yeah. Slander. Mm-hmm. I don't care. John the Graf doesn't listen to this. <laughs> he and could if, one day. And you know what? And if he does, he should know I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like you. Okay? I don't like you. <laughs> If there's one takeaway from this podcast. So I don't like Don- Jonathan Groff. Oh, oh, God. What's the show that he's doing right I now? I also don't like Aaron Tavit. Yeah. Well. But who yeah, does, really? Alexander, I, I think Jonathan Groff is doing a one-man show or trying to put it together Ugh. where it's a biography of Bobby Darren, I want to say, or Insufferable. something like that. Insufferable. Didn't Kevin Spacey yeah, already did. do it's, that? It might not be yeah, Bobby Darren. Who is it? 
That was called uh, By the, the Sea. sea. No, Beyond the, the Sea. sea. By oh. the Sea is Mrs. Levitt. By the Sea. I wish. How about it's just oh. Jonathan Groff doing Mrs. Levitt? I'm, I'd watch I mean, it. Oh, okay. he's done that all the time. I'd I'm watch sure. it. He does it. Uh, what I was going to ask was, as Tony Award viewers, mm-hmm. not in terms of like winning or something like that, sure. uh, pros and cons about the show, like real quick, something you wish they do do on the show, which things you wish they won't do. I wish you saw live performances from the plays instead yes. of the weird filmed montages. Yeah. They used to do that a I little know. bit. Like just a quick scene. Bring it back. Yes. I yeah. miss that. Yeah. I remember very specifically, it was, I, I assume it's like the 2000 or 2001 where the tale of the allergist wife, mm-hmm. they showed like 30 seconds of it. And it's like, oh, I want to see that show yeah. because of the clip. I feel like the, the plays generally get the shaft oh, you know, in do. advertising. To be fair, part of that is, I think like plays tend to have a shorter run. And so it's like, meh, who cares? But you anyways? could still bring on like whoever the I biggest agree. star on the show is just bring them on to do like a fucking monologue or something, mm. whatever. It doesn't take up yeah. that much time. It's just tricky when they do stuff out of concept. I remember a few years ago where it was the Judy Garland play over um, the rainbow, over the rainbow. Mm-hmm. And they had, I want to say her name is Tracy Bennett or it, it was yes. Tracy yeah. Bennett. Mm-hmm. who was in it. Like, and she just did like a brief portion of it. Yeah. And, and it just felt they had so, her sing. But the problem was it felt so weird because it was taken so out of context and it wasn't built up. In I don't know. I'm way. okay with it, though. I would rather that they get some representation other than like a weird montage where you don't actually see any of the acting. No, it's yeah. like silent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the thing, things I enjoy from the Tony Awards broadcast generally, I like when they um, tell like stories about actors generally. Like there was a thing James Corden did last year when he called out everyone being on Law and Order. I love that. Mm-hmm. That was great and super endearing. And I love seeing stuff like so many times. He, uh, what's his name? Danny Burstein. Danny Burstein was on so many times. That, also, that was also um, James Corden's accent doing Law and Order, which was just delightful. But yeah. I, I like stuff about um, how they got here. What is it yes. really like in the life of a theater mm. actor? Because I yeah. think that should be a part of the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in this event, though, I, there, I think every year there's at least one speech of someone saying, I came from small town and theater is my mm-hmm. way to like the okay, I get that that's real and that's your personal story, Yeah, but I don't know what to do with that anymore. Sure. Like the 15th time. The, <laughs> the one you know my least favorite Tony speech ever? What? It's the kid from Curious Incident of oh, yeah. The Dog in the Nighttime. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, it's like, oh, I just graduated from college <laughs> and like love is love. Oh, so you lived your life. And I'm like, oh, you're the worst. <laughs> God, yeah. I got it, got it, got it. You I think know. he was the worst. Like, literally, I'm like, I hate everything about you. That was bad. Although, I think my least favorite acceptance speech was when the three boys from um, Billy, Billy Elliot, Elliot won, won, and they just all took turns, Ugh. just, like, saying a single, like, thank Word. you, and then to the next also, one. Also, that should have been a special Tony. They yep. should not have been nominated for yeah. the actual Tony. Well, it yep. should have been a special fucking Tony. Well, they Tony. did that the next year or so for Matilda. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how many fuetes they had to do? So many fuetes. So many fuetes. fuetes. Yeah. I'm going to... I do want to call out my least slash most favorite moment of the Tonys ever. Rob Lowe's oh, no. no, that was Oscars. No, that, that was, was the Oscars. Oscars. No, I, it uh, was putting... No. <laughs> that was amazing. It was putting Aaron Tveit from Next to Normal and Stockard Channing from Pal Joey side by side and having them sing at each other oh, from yes, their respective yes, musicals. Yes. It was so awkward was so weird. and weird and delightful and terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say, Brett Michaels getting nailed on the head. Because yeah. he decided to take like an extra bow or something. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll yeah. do it. I did also. I enjoyed Neil Patrick Harris's Hedwig performance. It mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, that was good. I liked when he liked Samuel L. Jackson's glasses. Yes. Yeah. I 
the one thing I wish they stopped doing at the Tonys mm-hmm. is when a show does their uh, presentation for Best Musical, mm-hmm. and that they do a montage of stuff from the show. Agreed. I agree. I prefer, like, when Just Fun Home thing. picked Ring of Keys, yes. I was like, yes, you guys are right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that. And then even a show I don't particularly like, but other people did, uh, American in Paris, where they did a weird montage where... They had to go through so many things so fast, mm-hmm. nothing did anything. But also, you only remember, like, when they did Color Purple, they did so they did two songs. But yes. what you remember is Cynthia Erivo nailing, yes. I'm here. Yeah. Like, well, they, fully nailing it. But they also restaged the songs that they did mm-hmm. for the Tonys. Yes. Of course. Which you was, have to. Which, no, I'm just saying, like, they completely changed it so, like, uh, the way people were on stage and stuff like that, so that it changed the meaning of some of the songs, yeah. which I found actually kind of amazing. Yeah. They created a unique piece. Yeah. Yeah. I do think you get the best performances at the Tonys. It's cool to, like, see somebody who has only been known for Broadway thus far, like, really bring it on a live Tonys broadcast yeah. when it happens. Mm-hmm. When Cynthia Erivo fucking nails it. Like, I it's, mean, it's cool. I think my yeah. favorite Tony performance of history, though, is definitely Patti Lapone. I thought you were going to say hmm. Jennifer Holiday. No. Oh, that was. That was also when That's... they had the weird um, scene. Mm-hmm. Well, they did like a scene in a song from yeah. musical that was bizarre. Well, yeah. yeah, and it also lasted ten minutes. So long. No, it She's was so good though. Patty Lapone mm-hmm. in Anything Goes in I want to say like eighty eight, eight mm. where they took the tacks off her shoes, and she could give zero fucks. <laughs> oh, do you not know the story about this? No. Okay, like real fast, like Cliff Notes version. Like she got so excited, she's doing the show. She had never tapped before. She wasn't a dancer. She learned how to she tap. She learned how to tap, mm-hmm. and she told like the choreographer, and everyone's like, "The look, I want to do this. I yeah, want to I'm do gonna, this. I'm Patty motherfucking I, I, Lapone. Lapone. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, don't you tell me I can't tap. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna learn to do this. And she that wor- should be the name of her bio. <laughs> don't, tell a, don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me I can't, can't tap. tap. The Patty Lapone story. <laughs> don't tell me I can't tap. <laughs> don't tell me I can't tap. That's a, that's a good Patty. Don't Thank tell you. me I can't tap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Patty Lapone. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it's and she gets this and she's so excited. And she discovers, like, during one of the first previews or something, they took the taps off her shoes without telling her. And at that point, she's like, oh, fuck you all. <laughs> so when you watch the Tony's performance. She's like doing, like, they're doing, like, a time step, uh-huh. like, circle uh-huh. thing. And she just is like, hmm. It's like she literally just kind of <laughs> she she has that look on her face going yeah I know sound no sounds coming from my shoes and she does like a little spin kind of thing and she keeps looking at the audience every time it's like the I know right mm-hmm. uh, I will always love her and the goes. Andrew Lloyd Webber memorial pool she built <laughs> yes. at her house yeah uh, my favorite part of Tony's is just Patty Lapone every year. every year <laughs> I thought you you were gonna say that your favorite Tony's performance Alexander was the performance for Coco which was a fifteen minute long scene. That only oh. ended in, like, not even Coco. really... Yeah, the okay. Coco Chanel musical. Oh, the yeah, Coco yeah, Chanel musical yeah, yeah. with Catherine Hepburn, in which they shot it at the theater mm-hmm. that it was in, mm-hmm. not where the Tonys were being performed, no. and it was a 15-minute long scene... No song. ...that ended with not a song, so much as kind of like music playing. She oh, sings I like remember a this. Stuff, I remember And then this. it's a fashion show of her designs going on oh behind her, God, coming amazing. down the stairs stuff, and she just looks on going, oh... And that in balloons, no, almost no. good as Stucker Channing and Aaron Tveit almost kissing for no reason. So yes. weird. Well, guys, today's sponsor is a strange one. I okay. will say, sorry, sponsor, but we I still mean, like your money. Wait, we do like you your money. Like, what the hell is this going to be that you're saying that don't I don't like this? Okay, we're so support have it? you ever wanted like the breezy, easy breeziness of a short? Mm-hmm. Yes, but in like a thick, 
uncomfortably warm corduroy. Ooh. Nope. Is it ribbed for my pleasure? It's ribbed for no one's pleasure. <laughs> I want I want no part of this. You could take my part of the money. I'm going to the other room. So uh, you, you do this. Our sponsor this week is Quartz. Quartz. It takes the uh, the dressiness of a corduroy, mm. like the fake dressiness of a corduroy, yeah. and the breezy casuality of a short. Of a short. Mm. So you could. You could wear it to the theater, mm. to the ballet. Courts. To court. Court courts. <laughs> so get your court today. I don't know where you were going to buy them. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. Please. Your product blows. <laughs> Corduroy orts. Corduroy orts. Your thighs are worn, but your calves are cold. Corduroy orts. Courts for short. Do we want to do some advice? Questions. Okay. Question. Question. Oh, if you have any questions. Ooh, yeah. oh, before we get into the before questions we get into of the D. Uh, before we get deep inside these questions. Mm. <sighs> Gross. If you have <laughs> oh, a question. Please. Really? Yeah. I'm a Puritan lady. <laughs> Look at his bonnet. Look at this. Look hair. at my bonnet and my Just bosom. Hair. <laughs> my heaving scarlet, bosom. Scarlet A on your tank top. <laughs> mm. I need that tank top. Yeah. Uh. But if you have questions for us that you need our advice on, you should message us on Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. at underscore the bitches underscore underscore. You can reach out to us on Facebook. On our website. On our website. Uh, yell at us on the street. I don't know. You if can one g- of you actually leaves a review for us, you can just put your question in the oh, review. Oh, yeah. We'll read it there. Mm-hmm. We're very accessible. So accessible. So open. So Gaping. easy. Wide. But let us know. Or if there's anything else that you would like us to read. Bad mm-hmm. poetry, erotica, erotica your, your cunty review that is five stars but like super mean. Which <laughs> if... Would delight us. You need to leave these reviews, people. Mm-hmm. I know you listen. It's really easy. The four of you. <laughs> We've got like six now. <laughs> I can't make the like listener joke. A baker's half dozen. It's five. <laughs> <laughs> it's one less than normal. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, reach out to us, and we would love to tell you what to do. We're going to start off this one with actually something a little uh, different. Huh? We, we, God, I'm so scared. Uh, we got a follow-up to <gasps> one that we sent about. That's so exciting. Yeah, I know. So uh, I'm not sure if you remember Insecure in Inland. Uh, uh, I only remember ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> the people or the questions? Both. Okay. Well, this was the one asking about... Uh, uh, the boyfriend being more into music uh, when <coughs> yep. they're having sex. Remember it. Oh, Remember yes, it. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. All right. So from Insecure in Inland. Hi again. Hey. Hey, give it. Uh, hey, bitch. Hey. hey, bitch. Hey. Hi, batch. Here's what they say. Here's an update. We broke up, but for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, which we, I think, said. Uh, yeah. yeah. And this is clarifying because we, we couldn't figure out, like, we don't know how to give advice because we don't know what he's listening to, yeah. what the deal yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was mostly David Bowie. Oh. Okay. Mostly si- Ziggy Stardust. Uh. Okay. Is he gay? Uh. Is that what he broke uh, up? <laughs> he, d- he didn't stop during, but it was like he kind of went into a trance sometimes and grinded to the music. Mm. So, uh, applauding for David Bowie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then gross about everything else. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Yeah, that's... Um, Especially uh, his corpse. <laughs> his rotting corpse. <laughs> you know what? what? <laughs> you just, you're the Chris now. So, you're the Chris. Oh, no, I'm not the Chris. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> you're Chris this episode. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> it segment. sucks being Chris. <laughs> <coughs> mm-hmm. 
Anywho. I'm just going to cough through the segment. Yeah. So this is just an update? Yeah, just so an update. let up, us know. Just an update. We appreciate it, the extra info. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that changes much of what we said about no, it. No. I, I mean, David Bowie is a good choice. Yes, yeah. it is a good choice. But trancing out in the middle of sex is weird. <laughs> Real weird. Oh, God. Now I'm just picturing like kind of like dead eyes. just exactly. like just but, but grinding still. But still. still. But still kind of just slowly humping. Here's a way to like fuse the two what if he went into a trance because david bowie like entered his body and it was bowie mm-hmm. fucking oh. like that would be great like uh ghost labyrinth bowie. labyrinth era david bowie yeah or just any era david bowie just his ghost entering your partner and fucking you to his own music i mean we yeah. do like ghosts mm-hmm. and just singing to himself stupid little fat man <laughs> <laughs> all right that's not on ziggy stardust <laughs> no it's not <laughs> All right. Thank you. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for the info. I'm glad. I feel like you're probably happier now that you've broken up. Clearly. Yeah. Good choices. Yeah, we. That's a very good choice. Mm -hmm. Yuri has a question for us. Ooh, Yuri with a Y. Yes. Oh. Hi, Yuri. Yeah. Hello, Yuri. Settle this argument for us. Okay. Okay. Who is the best queer artist of all time? God. I say David Bowie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But my friend says Andy Warhol. So queer art. Immedi- oh, okay. Immediately, um, I'm gonna say you're more right than he is, or she is, your friend. Yeah, I say yeah, Bowie. I agree. Yeah. Bowie over Warhol. Yeah. yeah, but let's open this up. Like, okay. Who else? Well, it depends on what. Like, let's break it down. Okay. If we're talking about, because I think it's hard to be like music and art, like art, visual art, visual yeah. art. Because like for visual art, I'm gonna do like Maplethorpe is probably. Mm. The greatest um, queer artist? Queer well, visual I, artist. Also, mm. George question, O'Keefe. Yeah, question about that. Yeah. Also, are we saying the best artist who is queer or the best no, maker I think of it, queer, queer art? art. I okay. think it has to. I think it has to. I think to, the art has to be queer. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I think otherwise it's like, oh, well, it could be anything. Yeah. yeah. So would you include, say, like Michelangelo or Da Vinci into this? Mm. Their art was not particularly queer. Michelangelo's was more but bordered, but but that I was mean, that was in vogue I, I, at the time. I, yeah, I, I'm sorry, but look at any woman he ever painted. That's a man, Maury. <laughs> I know, but it's like a Best lot of those queer visual artists is a really great question. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also Keith uh, Haring. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, what about uh Nan Gold? Uh, oh, Nan Golden. Nan Golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is hard to is it, it is a bit of like an apples and oranges situation because yeah. we haven't even talked about like movie artists. I or think actors or I think Warhol's biggest contribution was the concept of fifteen minutes of fame. Yes. I agree with that. Um, but I know I who for I would like probably a career say. for longevity for like I mean I don't I don't what think most can... people can touch Bowie. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say for film I would probably throw John Waters. That, oh yeah, for that, sure that would be my absolutely choice, personally. yeah. Let's do this like uh um what's it called like the final uh the basketball things where oh it, sweet sixteen like the the brackets yeah, yeah the brackets, brackets kind yeah. of thing. okay mm-hmm. so um visual artist who would you say uh, uh, Maplethorpe Maplethorpe is who I said would would you can anyone think of someone that they like more than Maplethorpe as a queer visual I don't artist? I'm just gonna say that I my knowledge of visual art generally is much more limited sure. i don't mm-hmm. feel quite as qualified to answer this question okay um because there's also a lot of visual art that seems queer and then you know i don't know about the artist yeah themselves. that's true um so i feel slightly less qualified to answer that question obviously i know who andy warhol yeah. is was um yeah and his more famous images like but like when i think of like queer artists 
I think of like Marcel Duchamp and like his yeah. female yeah. archery. I think of like Rose C'est la Vie and like the urinal and mm-hmm. like yeah. I love Duchamp. I I really love Duchamp. Yeah, like, but I, I don't think he was he he was married to a woman, wasn't he? I honestly do not know. I have I, no yeah, idea. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like our lack of knowledge is somewhat harming sure. yeah. our ability to answer this. I'm good uh, putting Maplethorpe in at the uh, visual over artist bracket. Over Warhol. Oh, over Warhol. And I think even over O'Keefe. I think I think Warhol is more emblematic of a specific time and a yes. specific way of using pop culture to yeah. your it advantage. It was about disposability. Yeah. But I yeah. don't... I don't look to his art to be inspired no. by Warhol. Yeah. Well, no. What would you say about his films? Oh, I do want to throw yeah. Keith Haring in there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As queer artists. Yeah, yeah. greatest Keith queer artist. Queer I visual artist. You could throw, like, uh, Salvador Dali and Jesper Johns. And Salvador Dali was married to a woman, though. Yeah, he was married to a woman. But he did have lots of gay sex. Yes. Sure. Sure. I do love yeah. Dali. I don't think his yeah. art is necessarily queer. No, it's surreal. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to queer, I would say. Yeah. Specifically. I mean, I don't know about Duchamp, but I would... Put him there. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Uh, do we have a winner for visual artists? Anyone? Oh, uh, do we want to add uh, McCarthy? No, I don't like his work. I mean, I like I like Herring because it's joyful and political mm-hmm. and had like sure. a big impact on the culture. Okay. Um, I see the Maplethorpe. Yeah, yeah. especially Alexander. Yeah. Like <laughs> my idea. Really, of, like, Alexander likes Maplethorpe. <laughs> guys, we're so cultural. I don't know. For me, it's like. What I appreciate is the same way it's like gay plays that I enjoy Mm -hmm. is the same thing of like, I like the exposing of like real, like, it's not always nice. It's not always about Mm -hmm. love. It's dirty and filthy and like, Mm -hmm. but there is a tenderness there. Like, I don't know. That's why I I will like Ravenhill as a writer of Mm. like his characters and also why like he will never win a GLAAD award. Mm-hmm. Alexander Price will probably never win a GLAAD award. Hey, never said that. I mean, maybe. But this like, podcast on the cusp of winning a GLAAD I mean, award. Uh, yes, obviously. <laughs> cunt, cunt, filthy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I GLAAD like, award, please. Thank you. Thank you. Talking, like, <laughs> showing drug addicts and people yeah. with, like, depression. Like, that stuff is usually not ever picked because it's like, well, that's kind of depressing. Well, you know, I mean, John Waters is never going to win an Oscar. Right. Oh. Yeah. Right. Oh God, I would so love if he won an honorary Oscar. Oh my God, that you give him a lifetime. And they, and they have to do the retrospective showing of his movies. If Blake Edwards can win a lifetime right? achievement Oscar, I don't see why fucking John Waters can't. Yeah. Ugh. John Waters' Seriously. contribution to I, yeah. pop Popular culture. culture. Yeah. Like, like his movies stand out in a way like no one else's. Mm-hmm. Like even but Warhol couldn't to, quite figure like, out. He's subversive he and warm yeah. and celebratory. No, yeah, and, I was gonna say, yeah. but then just him as a person and what he brought to he's conversation outside of his movies. Yes, yeah. I, yeah. I think he is. I'll put him for me as the top queer artist of all time. Okay. Of all time, Sondheim clearly. If oh, you're oh yeah. Sondheim, theater, I didn't, greatest yeah. queer artist of potentially the greatest queer artist of yeah. all time. Yeah, I yeah. would say that. Uh, any, Even though his work is not specifically queer. Yeah, but yeah. there's a queer sensibility. To yeah, it. there's an outsider's sensibility yeah. that he brought yeah. to musical theater. It's for the sure. way I think of like uh, Murakami. Oh, Haruki Murakami as a writer has such a queer sensibility, but he's not a, at all. No, he's queer. a straight yeah. man. Like he might be. Is he he's queer not. at all? No. Okay. So, he's not. You know, of course, Sondheim is super queer. He's we all super know. gay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just ask anyone in his dungeon. Exactly. It's it's hard to beat Bowie for queer sure. rock stars. For rock, yes. Um, maybe Freddie Mercury. Yeah, oh. I would throw Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'd, I'd put him up for contention at mm-hmm. least. Queer sensibility. Yeah, maybe Prince. Uh, 
he was so yeah religious and straight that's true yeah um but i there are very few artists for me generally who surpass bowie sure i was gonna say, like i personally just from talking about it, at least my gut reaction feels like it's bowie or john waters yeah yeah but definitely in the Bowie versus Warhol question, oh, yeah. it's oh, fucking David so, Bowie. So, Your friend is wrong. Yeah, Yuri, yes. you win. You win, Yuri. Good job. Yeah. Uh, we might disagree with you. We might not. We would probably talk about this for way too much. Oh, longer. way too much time. But like, <laughs> but Bowie is in the. If you're picking the pantheon, if you're picking like one person to represent All. each area, yo, Bowie is, Bowie could totally represent pop music, and oh, yeah. we would not have Warhol represent visual no, art. No, 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 no. Yeah. So there's your answer to your question right there. You're you are correct, correct Yuri. Your Good job. Yuri, you're right. Your friend is. You're it. right. <laughs> you're right. Hey, guys. Uh, Ziggy has a question for us. Start oh. us. Like, speaking of Bowie, this is just an all Bowie advice section. Yeah. No, uh, we, uh, what you guys don't understand is we get so many questions, and I just choose ones. And this one is likely, oh, I have Bowie mentioned in somehow. Sure. Great. Three different things. Perfect. I never doubted your contributions to this podcast. <laughs> I do. No, I'm just saying. Every day. I'm just saying. I, I theme mm. as much as possible. Well, you are a gay man. <laughs> I yeah. am. Everything goes together. So um, Ziggy asks us, <clears throat> ham trucks? What? What? Ham trucks? Sausage trucks? Ham trucks? Trucks Alligator? and sausage. <laughs> ham trucks? What? Ham trucks. Are you pranking me? No. <laughs> Did you have a stroke? I, do you smell toast? <laughs> Narm. Narm. Uh. Yeah, I don't know if this is a typo or not, but um, Alexander ham trucks? Was it specifically said to Alexander? No. <laughs> no. But Could you imagine? Alexander calling um, ham, ham trucks? I'm like, I'm going to I'm I'm yeah. take this section off. What? Alexander yeah. ham trucks? Alexander, ham trucks? Ham trucks? Ham trucks? Trucks of ham? Oh my God. I'm having like an anxiety attack. <laughs> Do they mean truck? hand trucks? You know, like the dolls? Like a hand cart? Like a hand cart? But like, what if it's a what if it's a truck where you just open the back and John Ham is in it? Oh, Ooh. that I'm on board. That's a yeah. dream I've had. Okay, yes. I've had that yeah. dream. Oh. Ham trucks? Hello. Yes. Hello. Okay. Welcome to yes. the ham truck. The answer to your question is yes. yes. It, only if it's ham, it's spelled with two M's. Ham. And um, ham and a truck. The hamaconda is in the back. Mm-hmm. But if ham it's trunk. regular ham, no. No, I don't want a ham truck. <laughs> I feel like I feel like ham in a truck is going to be like hot and sweaty. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna see condensation <laughs> form. Yeah, mm-hmm. beads of condensation. So, what if, and what if it gets stuck in traffic? Moist pork. Hot it's ham truck. Alexander, hot ham truck. Oh god. <laughs> Okay, is I'm this not... actual a question, oh. or are you just trolling Alexander on <laughs> no, the podcast? This, this is a question, but I don't know why. But <laughs> <laughs> it is a question. Ham trucks? I answered this question. I, right. I'm dumb with ham trucks. Yeah. <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody he got, He's so this, disturbed by the ham end this trucks podcast? question. Ham trucks. Um, if you're driving a ham truck. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you were a friend or driving ham trucks. Hmm. I don't even remember. I'm so <laughs> grossed out. The idea of a truck full of ham? A truck full of warm ham. Warm. <laughs> what if it's a like a fridge truck? No. I still, I, still you don't want to I have mobile ham. No mobile ham. <laughs> but what ham do you plane? need your ham now? Ham plane? I never need ham that fast. That's true. Ham now. No, I don't need ham that fast ever. Doesn't it sort of depend on the ham though? Like if you got a refrigerated truck full of like prosciutto. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. that's a kind of ham. Prosciutto. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ha- like no. hambon. Hambon. Yes. I don't consider that though with 
ham. No. Ham is like spiral honey cut. Baked, spiral cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't Which need a gross. truck of that. No, I don't need any of that. Ooh, what if it's a food truck that serves only loose ham? No. <laughs> We're done. No, no, no plates, no. no napkins. Okay, and on that note, uh, thank you for listening to the bitch cast. Loose ham. Or is a ham truck like <laughs> someone pressing oh their butt up? Mm. I just want. Oh, oh I no, like that. In the truck cab. Oh, my God. Because that's a pressed ham. Is someone just, like, oh, oh God. Had, so Hannah, what if this is like out. steamed hams? <laughs> no, no, no. Steamed that. hams. It's a new name for hamburgers. Okay. This is Albany thing. No, 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 no. This has been the bitch cast. (laughs) The good people of Albany are very upset with me right now. (laughs) I have been Alexander Price. I will be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. No, you don't get to talk anymore. Good night. And fuck off, Christopher. Christopher.